Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler. Welcome to Conversations Radio. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on X, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. Our email, for those who want to drop me a line, conversationspod at gmail.com. Thanks for downloading all of our podcasts available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and so many more. You can go to the iTunes store and search Conversations Radio, and voila, there they are, all 162 episodes. Tonight's guest, both my co-host and guest are from Canada, hey? From Toronto, we have the wonderful Kate Moyer, a stellar actress who's worked consistently for the last, well, geez, last six or seven years. A lot of stuff. We'll talk to her in a second. Our co-host... No stranger to Conversations Radio. The co-host really uh, a huge help, big help, and uh, it's always good to uh, to get them on here to kind of fill in the gaps. She is uh, currently somewhere in downtown Vancouver. That's also in Canada. No, she didn't get kicked out, but she's got to be at an event in Vancouver. So she's doing her part of the show from Dad's car. And it all works. She's got a great connection. It's actually very visual because... In the background, there's all these multicolored buildings. I guess um, Home Depot had a sale on paint because it's like like tons of colors. But again, she's in Vancouver, B.C., and uh, she is known most notably for her role in Popularity Papers. She plays the wonderful Lydia Goldblatt, and uh, that show, of course, is on uh, YTV. She stars opposite Glee Dango, who has also been on the show, too. So a great, great show. Uh, we're hoping for a season three. So fingers are crossed. And again, that show is on YTV. It's also airing in portions of Asia, I understand. She's also appeared in Child's Play, DC Legends of Tomorrow, Lost in Space. And you may have known her as Callie, the blue alien on Disney's Gabby Duran and the Uncitables. Want to welcome back to Conversations Radio, the wonderful Mia Bella. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Yeah, you, you? It's like you. It's like have iPhone will travel, and you're doing it from Dad's SUV somewhere in in Vancouver. I guess you needed to be at an event tonight, so it kind of worked out this way. And it's been done before. So, but uh, you sound really good. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. I'm having fun. I'm excited to be doing this podcast. How are you? Doing well. You and our guests tonight have common ground. You both are from Canada and both working actors, which is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. You have, uh, of course, been thrilled as of late because your show, Popularity Papers, is uh, doing really, really well. As a matter of fact, in two weeks, <laughs> Caleb Shoniker is going to join us and you're coasting on that one as well. So yes, I think of I'm all the, I think you probably coasted more podcasts here than anybody else has. <laughs> so you and Caden Tokarski, Violet, mm-hmm. uh, Simone Lockhart, it's pretty tied there. So again, uh, one day you'll do your own podcast. I keep thinking, again, yeah. the cell phone works very, very well for you. It does. So popularity it does. papers, 
again, YTV, portions of Asia as well, right? Yeah, um, it's in Japan right now, as well as um, it's in the UK, it's in Italy, and it's in Ireland. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it. And of course, Canada. Um, But yeah, I think that's it. But in not in Canada, you can watch it on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned not in Canada because later on in the show we're gonna do our what well, was it's back we're gonna have conversations radio trivia and that uh, is going to be uh, from Canada or not from Canada so we'll uh, get into that <laughs> later on again people are listening live they're like oh goody because we haven't done it in a while you know it no. takes some preparation on my part but uh, I think I got a good list of folks that may be from Canada or not from Canada. Uh, Again, the points mean absolutely next, nothing at all, really. So, but uh, we'll do that in a bit. But I want to go ahead and dive in because our guest, really, nothing short of amazing. Kate Moyer is an actress. She's been working uh, nonstop for quite some time now. Uh, she is in pretty close to Toronto. Well known for her roles um, in Children of the Corn, The Handmaid's Tale, Reacher, Holly Hobby, and so much more. Station Eleven. Some of my favorite shows here. I mean, Holly Hobby, you watched that, didn't you, Mia? Yeah, I did. Of course. And again, she started opposite Ruby J as mm-hmm. uh, Heather Hobby, her sister, I think it was. So I'm going to bring her in here. But again, a, a, a fantastic actress, and uh, really just she's dialed in. She's dialed in, and she's very focused on her career. Very lucky that she had time. To join us. Welcome, Kate Moyer. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Conversations Radio. You are our featured guest tonight. So glad to have you on here. And have you done a lot of podcasts? Uh, I don't think so. I think I've done interviews, but never a podcast. This is okay. exciting. So we'll go easy on you. Again, there's no <laughs> list of questions. Now, we do have notes. And I know that um, Mia's got virtual notes on her phone. I we do. did the swipe contest, the swipe test to make sure she could switch back and forth. But welcome, Kate. You are in. You're close to Toronto, or you're in Toronto. Close to Toronto. Okay. Do you Pardon? speak French? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I did French in grade nine, okay. and then I was like, I'm not gonna do French anymore because <laughs> I'm not super great at it. But I know a lot of people that are. So, so answer me this: Is is French like a mandatory subject in school? Yeah. yeah. Wow. You have to take it depending on what school you go to, because I went to like a, a normal public school. Yeah. So you have to start French in like fourth grade, and then you have to take it until ninth grade, and then once you finish ninth grade, you you can just choose to take it as an elective. But some yeah. schools they're French immersion, so you have to take them like you like all classes are in French. So you like those <laughs> people, those people usually do French after grade nine. Like my best friend, that's what she's doing. So. And do you use it at all? Not usually. I mean, sometimes when I'm making a joke, I'll say something in French. Yeah. But, <laughs> but English is your mainstay. Well, well, good. You are uh, quite an actress, and your first roles, I mean, you went, you've gone everywhere from It to uh, Reacher and Holly Hobby to uh, Children of the Corn, which is really a very uh <laughs> intense movie um 
you did a, your first role. I want to I want to say was you were in it. That was in 2017. Do you remember you go, it? I do. Okay. My scene was cut out though. Oh. Oh. It's okay. My first okay. thing was actually Our House. And you played Becca. Your real big break on film, that was in 2018, right? Yes. So tell us about that experience. Your first time on set, how did uh, how'd that go for you? Uh, well, I remember when I got the role, I was like, I actually jumped. I had a feeling, you know, like sometimes, like Mia, you know, sometimes you just go for something and then you, you're done yep. and you have this feeling. You're like, oh, that one really good. Yeah. For sure. You're like, oh, it's because of that. So I remember I was like jumping up and down. I was excited and I was nervous because I didn't have any experience. But when I got to set, I was in the the van with my mom and my mom was freaking out because it's her first time on set too. And I'm like, mom, (laughs) this is eight-year-old me, by the way. I'm like, mom, it's cool. Just just go with the flow. They're going to tell you what to do. Fine. So we just kind of went with the flow. But it was really fun. Everybody was so sweet. It was probably like the best like first impression for me, like going into acting and going on set. It was just a really amazing experience overall. So you walk onto the stage and I got to think, were you terrified at first? I don't think so. I think because, you know, when you're young, you have no fear over everything, like about anything. You can just go do something. And if you mess up, everyone's like, oh, it's because they're little. It's fine. That's kind of what I was playing off there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Back on it. I probably should have been, but it's okay. It because was real cool. Mia, you were a little terrified, weren't you, when you first started? Oh, totally. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's. It's intimidating for sure. But you know, once you get like working and like meeting people, um, your first day, like it just becomes so much fun. And once you discover crafty, it gets a whole <laughs> lot better. A hundred percent. Quite a motivator. So let's talk about what you've done. Your big roles, I mean, obviously, uh, Buffalo is Young Page, Young Pig, pardon me, and some independent stuff as well. Delia's Rose. But the big one for you in early 2020 was Children of the Corn, again, an adaption of Stephen King's Children of the Corn. And you had not really seen that movie. So again, this was all very new to you. So tell us about that experience because... Wow. I mean, I've seen the clips and the trailers mm-hmm. and stuff, and you really just owned yeah. that role as Eden Edwards. Sure. Children of the Corn was one of the most absolutely insane experiences ever. But that it wasn't because of like the on-set stuff. It was mainly because the day, the day, I'm not even joking, the day that I left was the day that COVID like shut everything down. Uh-huh. So, we go, it, no, no, I'm like, I'm not even joking. It was like the day. So <laughs> it was in like March of 20, I think it was 2020. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was March of 2020. So I had to go from Toronto to LA and then LA to Australia. So oh, wow. my mom and I were at the LA airport. Oh, when we get there, we hear our, our gate number being called. And they're like, everybody needs to come to the gate because we have like an announcement. We're like, oh, so we're running. And we get there, and they're like, when you get there, you have to quarantine for two weeks. Oh. Ah. Mia, you did that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I did. Two weeks, yeah. wasn't it? Two weeks? Yeah. yeah. Two weeks, yeah, when I moved to Toronto. Yeah. Well, it was a really good first impression, but it's okay. 
the annoying thing too was when we were there the hotel that they put us up in you could see the sydney opera house and like the bridge and all the stuff and you can't go anywhere you can't do anything but it's okay because then we finally got to set after the two weeks it was it was like we were all in our own little like bubble we've all been quarantined together and the hotel that we were all staying at eventually we were all just there's only us only production people so we were all just living together and it mm -hmm. became kind of like a family because we were all just spending spent three months together yeah but it was a really good experience on set like nobody everybody just had fun even with all the okay killing. so you lived in australia for three months that is I mean, so cool <laughs> thank you i've always wanted to go did you watch um anyone but you no not yet oh no but i know what you're talking about not yet i okay. want to because it takes place in sydney and it is so good like i highly recommend okay i'm gonna watch it <laughs> so you filmed in australia was that your first time there yes that was a wonderful first time being there can't do anything but it's okay because we still got a, a movie out of it <laughs> you had a lot to uh to kind of process there because you remember you're traveling to another country yeah and again toronto to australia that's not exactly a short flight that's <laughs> quite a while then you get there and COVID happens and you're in a brand new set of surroundings and uh again making a movie in the interim so wow mm -hmm. what was your coping mechanism during all this my coping mechanisms I mean, I think, I think I was just really focused. Like I, the, the being like Eden was kind of like the distraction. Yeah. Because if, when I was doing like, when I was in quarantine, I was bored out of my mind because it was just two <laughs> weeks back inside. You can't do anything yeah. going anywhere. But once we were finally there, it was kind of like we were out of that and it was kind of back to normal. I guess that's my coping mechanism because I was just so focused on like making sure that what I was doing made sense for the character that I wasn't focusing mm -hmm. on like, everything that was going outside, going on outside of Australia. Yeah. So again, the process for you, obviously before you even went is you got, you auditioned, you got the role mm -hmm. and then of course they give you the script. So you had a chance to see the script ahead of time. So you're kind of prepped a little bit. A little bit, yeah. but not a little bit. The script Here's the thing, our lovely, lovely director, Kurt Wimmer, the way he described it is he wrote the characters the way that we would act them. So he would rewrite scenes like every couple of days, maybe just so that they would fit us more. Oh, that's so, so was, interesting. Yeah, I know. It was a little unpredictable, but it was fun because it kept you on your toes and mm -hmm. it was a way to like, connect more to it because the lines made more sense. Yeah. Is popularity paper like that too for you guys? Yeah. I mean... I mean, somewhat. They they definitely, um, as the season went on, wrote, you know, the storyline to, like, fit us um, a bit. But definitely not every few days. That's, that's really cool. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Was there any improv involved in that, Kate? Uh, usually. Yeah. I am I'm one for ad-libbing lines. And that is, it's, I mean, it's annoying. It's dangerous. It looks, it's a, it's very dangerous because sometimes I don't say the same thing again. I'll just say it in the moment. And then if mm -hmm. I have to do PR later and I say something dumb or I say something that was not in the script and they make me redo it or I have to say it again in the same tone, it's not fun. That's like musicians <laughs> that change the words on our songs, you know, mm -hmm. their lyrics and stuff. It's like, wait a second. That's not how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're yeah. singing it that way now. Okay. 
again, what a huge opportunity for you. Children of the Corn, of course, uh, it's available on just streaming on streaming now. But you got to wear all that all that funny makeup and all kinds of stuff, fake blood. And, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, I saw on your Instagram when you were all like crispy and burnt. It looked so cool. How long did that take? Getting it on took five hours, and getting it off too. Well, didn't you also do like all the the makeup? I did, for- yeah. So I can totally relate. <laughs> How long did that one take for you? Like three hours. Definitely Jeez. not as bad. Was yeah, get- it was okay. Getting it off was the problem. Getting it off, I was really happy to get it off. I'm gonna yeah. be honest yeah. because I couldn't hear out of one ear. They covered one of my ears with like cotton, and then they put the stuff <laughs> over it. I can really hear they're calling stuff out to me and I'm like I don't know what you're saying um <laughs> and then when they were taking it off my arms it kept getting stuck on my arm hair and Ooh. it was very uncomfortable oh <laughs> yeah it was a, it was a good experience it was like the first time yeah. I ever got to do that and you know you always see like people doing like superhero movies and they get to yeah. do, like, all those and you're like ooh, I get this now mm-hmm, be, like for sure the Grinch. it's so cool that's wonderful <laughs> We're talking to Kate Moyer, all the way from Toronto, Canada. She's an actress, and we're talking about all of her wonderful projects and her stellar resume. My co-host, of course, the wonderful Mia Bella from our mobile studio in Vancouver. <laughs> and uh, yeah, again, when I look at your resume, how much... Obviously, you're, you're starting out. You, the roles get bigger and bigger. Some are smaller. Some are like you're in for the long haul. What was your prep early on? Because you did it. That was your first one where they cut your scene, which always hurts. And Mia, yeah. you and I have talked about that before where you, you do a yeah. scene and you watch it back and they go, why did they go with that one? You know? <laughs> yeah. But in in Kate's situation, they just cut it all together. And you can't personalize that. I mean, you get paid either way. So you're, so you're good there. Yeah, exactly. It's um, <laughs> true. What training did you take to get prepped for all this, all the, all your success? Because obviously you don't just walk in off the street and, you know, end up on <laughs> The Handmaid's Tale or anything like that. Um, well, your, when early, I was, your early, your early beginnings, your early beginnings, training. early beginnings, Ooh, really back in the day. Um, <laughs> when I was younger, I actually used to do competitive dance. So there was sort of a performance aspect to that. You know, you go on stage and you just perform for the people in the audience, even though you can't really yeah. see them. And I feel like that's kind of what acting is too. You perform pe- for people, but you can't see them. It's kind of the 100%. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I remember I started taking like acting lessons because my parents thought, oh, maybe like it'll be cool to like put her in like a more like performancey kind of thing, like outside of mm-hmm. dance. Sure. I have this lovely acting coach named Asha Bromfield. She's amazing. And she really helped me like, learn how to break stuff down and learn how to like really make it my own and I feel like that's really helpful and then from there I remember my first year of auditioning nothing happened I went (laughs) for an audition almost every single day sometimes there was like more than one a day so after school on like a Tuesday night you're driving down to Toronto and you do like eight auditions and I remember after the first year my parents and I were like, oh, this is not really working out. We should, like, we'll do one more audition. And if that doesn't happen, which it probably won't, we might, we just probably should stop because nothing's happening. But mm-hmm. that one audition happened to be our house. Wow. And, ah. Yeah. And then 
it's kind of grown from there, you know? Been you able play, to you played more. you played Becca in our house, so tell us about Becca. What is the character like? Becca is an eight-year-old little girl. She's very imaginative. She's very sportive. She likes swimming, which I'm terrible at. If you watch the movie, there's a scene where I'm swimming and it just looks like this. Flailing. I'm not kidding. Yeah, flailing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, she's she's kind of like I guess she's kind of like the emotional center because she's like the little kid and she's in danger at a lot of points because she's a little kid. But yeah, Becca's just like the classic little sister. From our house to uh, a movie called Dottage. Am I saying that right? Tell us about uh, that. Again, every role is an experience and you learn something new from every job. Again, as I told Mia before, we talked about this many times. It's like you've got a toolbox and every job you you do, every role you take, you just take that experience, put that in your toolbox. Because you know it's somewhere down the line you're going to want to pull from that and kind of tap into that emotion or that experience um again but uh dottage was that an independent film it was it was a short film short films are really cool they're good uh, Mm -hmm. good training ground and again during the sag strike here in the states indie films were okay as were commercials and uh game shows soap operas reality tv so good good way to fill your time get experience and you get to really take a chance and look at things you, you've got to admire the process when you're on set watching all the people, you know, do their job. And there's so many people on, uh, on, on set. Am I right? Yeah. And people. each one has, you know, their own function. Of course, Mia, you know, filming um, popularity papers. I know she's very demanding. She had people, <laughs> you know, so I mean, they, uh, they took care of her. Made sure that, uh, uh, again, your go-to at Crafty Mia was? Apples and peanut butter. That's right. Apples and peanut butter. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. My favorite. I guess the days of the <laughs> huge breakfast burritos are probably uh, are probably done. I mean, they still had those all the time on set. <laughs> I worked at a place years ago in uh, beautiful Van Nuys, California, in the heart of the San Fernando mm-hmm. Valley. And right next door to where I worked as a graphic artist, they filmed Beverly Hills 90210. So they took took, uh, these warehouses and converted them to studios. And really, that was the beginning of that block uh, in Van Nuys where they film uh, everything uh, from that. They also film uh, The Office. Well, they did Ah! in in an old warehouse. So it's not in Pennsylvania. It's actually in Van Nuys where they film it. So... But, oh, that's uh, cool. I didn't know yeah, that. A lot of people, a lot of people involved making that process work. <laughs> anyway, uh, they 90210 had a wonderful crafty situation, and, and often <laughs> that included barbecue. And they had this Ooh. huge thing out there. And so we'd be, in, we'd be inside doing our stuff, and that barbecue smoke would just kind of wafted in to our building. And yeah, it was mm-hmm. just, yeah, torture. So again, yeah. food is. Good. On the topic of food. Yeah. Kate, have you ever been to Crumble Cookies? No, but I want to. I don't. Oh my god, this it's so good. I went <laughs> the last time. I... Sorry, again. It's so good. I went the last time I was in LA, and now I'm like obsessed. And they have one in Mississauga, yeah. but it's so far for cookies. <laughs> I mean, 
it's so it's honestly so worth it though like they didn't have it when i was living there they it opened like literally the month after i moved home and i was so mad so when <laughs> oh you go God. to when you go to crumble do you buy a whole box or you buy a one or two what do you do like a, like an assortment or how do you how do you do it oh What's the whole plan? box of course yeah. gotta try every flavor right that, that's like a good half an hour just to choose what you want to get you know yeah so, and I, I know your dad your dad's like probably like Come on, Mia, let's go. You know, come on, make me mind. We gotta go, you know? So, um, but yeah. And again, but you gotta be true to the school and don't forget Tim Hortons. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, I mean the, 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 the cookies is better. No, they are you don't get cookies from Tim Hortons. No. Oh, you, Tim Hortons. you get Timbits and you get donuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just say Timbits? Yeah, Timbits. they're like the yeah, they're like the little donut holes. Oh, they're we just good. call them donut holes. But you guys gave them a name. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very good stuff. Yeah. Um, the um, the hits kept on coming for you, Kate. And, you know, it, it's amazing. I want to talk Holly Hobby because I've had mm-hmm. Ruby J on the show before. And she's absolutely amazing as an actress and as a singer. And uh, I worked uh, at Universal Studios for a number of years in the theme park with uh, the costume characters and different elements in the park. So I got to help dress SpongeBob and Shrek and all that stuff. But uh, a few times I ran into Ruby hanging out on CityWalk. <laughs> you know, so. Um, she lives in, I think she lives near there. Yeah, yeah, she's in the valley. And again, she, uh, you know, we chatted and whatnot. And finally had her on, and it was a lot of fun. She's um, a remarkable entertainer. And you and her had a, a long run on that show. Holly Hobby, again, 50 episodes for you. And you were Heather, her younger sister? Yes. So tell us about that. That filmed in Canada too, right? It did. It filmed, I think it filmed in Toronto as well. It changed. Did it? Every yeah. Season. But for like the last three seasons, we were in downtown Toronto. Oh, cool. Did I read you? You are kind of like Heather Hobby in real life. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a good thing and a bad thing because sometimes when I watch it back and I I watch like certain scenes and Heather's saying something, I'm just like, why is Heather being so mean? <laughs> and it's, it's not because I'm mean; it's just the way I said it. But Heather is like me, just in you know her interests and her the things that she believes in, like girl power. Go girls. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> she's very, she's a very independent person, and you know, she just, she's a very strong character, and she's very sarcastic, which is very me. <laughs> Any of my friends. And of course, the whole Holly Hobby franchise, both the books and the toys mm-hmm. and everything else, is is huge. You know, mm-hmm. well done on that. And I think it's are they still? Is it done? It's done now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what area of Toronto did you guys film in? Oh, I'm not good at geography. Um, <laughs> I think, I'm not sure. It was in a convention center, though, which is a really okay. weird to film. But they, it was like a huge, like, studio area. Like, most interior things are yeah. shot. And we basically set up, like, the whole town inside. Wow. So, like, wow. We filmed the last three seasons, so season, season three, four, and five, all together yeah. in the same summer. So we need, yeah. So we needed to have like just the stuff that we could control in the controlled environment. Yeah, that's actually for sure. a, a great idea. 
Um, you yeah, this, that's actually so you smart. Need, you need big space. You need that fly space as well. You need to have a high ceiling because you're dropping stuff and all that stuff. Um, yeah. At Universal, uh, the old CSI soundstage, which is not there anymore, and now it's Mario Brothers attraction. Maybe they built a ride. <laughs> and sound stages are slowly disappearing from that lot because the theme park is like yeah. expanding. Mm -hmm. But that whole soundstage was just, you know, CSI was the lab and the morgue and all that. And man, mm -hmm. it's so realistic. I mean, it's like you're walking into a hospital, except that there's, you know, studio <sighs> lights. But uh, yeah, so the, uh, the the whole convention center, you know, you, you shoot where you shoot. Now, Mia with you, popularity papers, mm -hmm. you guys shot in this real school. Yeah, we did. So yeah. that's ideal. And yeah, then, it is. Yeah, for sure. And then the house scenes, were those on a soundstage or are they in a house? They were in the school. They were um, really like the bedrooms. Well, it was kind of both um, for like the living rooms and like backyards and stuff there. Those were like actual houses. But okay. for just like the bedrooms, those were sets built in the school. So yeah. what what did the kids do? They didn't go to school there. Was that, the, was, that what was happening? The school was closed. Or what? Yeah, I think I think it was um, it was like an old Catholic school that oh. kids used during COVID um, for like college courses or something. I don't exactly remember, but yeah, nobody was nobody was going to school there anymore. You guys have watched yeah. Son of a Critch, right? You guys have watched a little bit. Yes. Okay. I started watching it. Yeah, isn't it great? And they filmed that in a school there in uh, Newfoundland. Um, yeah. Have you been to have you been to St. John, Kate? You ever been to Newfoundland? No, oh, I don't think no. so. It's really different compared <laughs> to everything, but in a good way. But they filmed most of that in that school. I mean, they got full run of that school. I guess it was closed or what have you. No, they filmed in the yeah. summer. That's what it was. So there was no conflict. So mm -hmm. but, uh, you use the space you can. And then you have uh, some stuff here. You're really motivated as an actress. And again, it takes a lot of stamina to work consistently, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 22, 24, again, for TV, uh, A Christmas in Tennessee, but not filmed in Tennessee, right? No, filmed in Winnipeg. <laughs> so, the, the Handmaid's Tale in 2019, you were in one episode. Is that the one with the gun? Yes. That's a, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You, story with the gun go ahead go ahead i gotta hear this because your dad i was i needed to get photos for the website and i said yeah you know dad mike what about guy hey mike how's it going hey and uh i said send me some photos and i had that one and i loved the picture i just didn't know where to put it because i mean it's pretty it's it's pretty realistic tell me your gun story please and don't try this okay. at home folks <laughs> okay so um so that part, that part of the episode, basically what's happening, so you have June, who's like the main handmaid, and then you mm -hmm. have me, and then you have my Martha, which is like the take, the caregiver type of person. Okay. The whole point of it is they're trying to escape like the U.S. to come to Canada so they can get out of like, you know, all the handmaids. Like, yeah. Ah. We come early though, and my Martha, she's like freaking out and she's like, oh, we're going to get caught. And she tries to run away. So I'm chasing after her. And then June has a gun and she's going to shoot her. And she turns around <laughs> and she like points it at me. But the funny thing is, when we were filming that, Elizabeth Moss, who plays June, yeah, turns and she's doing this shot and she hits me in the nose. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. I was okay. It was a little, it was a little boop, but it was my first time getting booped on the nose with a gun. I would have, so. uh, I would have wet myself probably, you know, cause again, oh, it's, it's okay. a gun. It loaded. You know? yeah. <laughs> what an opportunity. Oh Iconic show. Mia, you should be on that show. I think. That would be so much fun. It seems like such a cool show. It's definitely heavy. Yeah. Um, be on set. Yeah, I bet. And a lot of people, a lot of, how many extras on that? My gosh. I mean, it's a lot of background. It was a lot. School buses. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. But it's the kind of opportunity that you got, uh, as well as your other ones that look really good on your resume. And people see that and they go, wow, you were in that? You know? Yeah. And they'll go back and they'll look at that and they'll say, yeah, she's the one. And, you know, and you're <laughs> at that point now. Again, Mia, again, me and I talk a lot on the show about stuff and um, <laughs> you know, every 100 auditions you get, you may get one or two jobs. It's a lot of no's. Yeah. Some, some yeses. Yes. It's nice. Mm -hmm. But again, a lot of no's. Certainly when you've got a resume of work like that and a good agent, it really helps. For sure. Mia, what's cool about Kate, when you look at all the stuff she's done, every role is different. You know? Yeah. The vibe. Yeah. Wonderful. Out of all, and I hate asking this because, again, it's a question. There's no list of questions here, but I'm going to bring it up. Out of all the projects you've worked on, you've got a favorite? Oh, this is the scary question. <laughs> and I... again, TV and film. Oh, I'm going to have to think about this one. I love all the things that I've worked on because they're all different experiences and you meet different people. Sometimes the same people, but usually different people. Mm -hmm. um, I think maybe Holly Hobby. But because... I spent, I, I basically grew up on that show. I started when I was 10 and I ended when I was, I think, 14 or 13 or 14. Wow. So, wow. I was, yeah. So, everyone, we spent like so much time together. We basically became a family when we were on set. And when you see people like, you know, year after year and then for like three months in a row, you get really yeah. close to people. I think that it became more of like a family experience than a, a, a working. It didn't feel like work. And that's why it's my yeah. favorite. When you're out and about, and again, being on a show for that long, 50 episodes, do you get spotted? I mean, it's like they point no. and go, really? Oh. I got spotted one time, but it was a very weird situation. Okay. Because I was I was filming Handmaid's Tale, and there's like a scene where there's like a plane, and we're getting off the plane because we're in Canada. And mm -hmm. an extra, and I was like, we were walking off the plane, we were waiting for them to like set up the lights and things like that. And I'm standing there, and she comes over. And I don't know how she recognizes me because I'm wearing this like pink hat <laughs> head. And she comes up and Did you play Heather on Holly Hobby? And I'm like, Yeah. And then we took a picture. But it was a very odd, like, you can't even recognize somebody else on. It was just a very weird situation. But it was cool. Yeah. Like, my yeah. It's never happening. So that was cool. That's like you, Mia, getting spotted at Buca de Bebo. <laughs> for, your, for your role as Callie. Somebody recognize yeah. you without the, without the face paint. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's like yeah, borderline obsessive. <laughs> I know. I know you got some notes there, Mia. You want to go ahead and fire away with you some stuff on that? I do have some questions. Okay, so, um, so I saw that I like I know Holly Hobby was created by um, Sarah Glinsky, and I got the chance to work with her. On my show, she directed a few episodes. Like, how how did you like working with her? I love Sarah because she yeah. wrote all the characters and she wrote the show that I love. And she's also an amazing person. I love yeah, her. Yeah, she is. She's great. 
yeah i yeah i really loved working with her there was this like one um scene that i had to do that i was like really nervous for where i had to like sing um but it was like you know you know how many people kate are like on set and like all the crew and cast and background and everybody and it's definitely intimidating so she like cleared out the whole room for me with like only yeah it was it was so sweet so it was only like the people that were like you know necessary to be there but yeah she's so sweet you worked with stefan too right i did yeah did you like working with Stefan? Oh, he was the best. He's so fun. Did he direct on on Holly Hobby? Most of the time. We had a couple of different directors, but he did yeah. the majority. What about you guys? Yeah, yeah. He did the majority on our show, too. Yeah, he's great. He's so much fun. Are, are you guys fangirling this guy? Yes. Yes, he's the coolest. <laughs> and my mom. Okay, so a little background on Stefan. I don't know if you ever watched Degrassi. Classic. Yeah, he played like the like the original one. He played Snake on Degrassi. Oh wow! Yeah, so my mom, um, like one of our first days on set, she like she like met him, whatever, and then she was like thinking that like she recognized him from somewhere, and then he was telling us um something about like when he was on set as like a teenager, because him on Degrassi was like the same age as we were like filming the show, and then like my mom like woke in the middle of the night and she like put it all together and it was so funny wow very cool <laughs> kate there's so many layers to what you do and your credits are just i mean outstanding i want to mention reacher as well now that's recurring you've done two episodes so far so you could come back on that as well right maybe maybe not jane <laughs> burns so again reacher also a, a very iconic show um, mm-hmm. As is Station Eleven, I love this name, Haley Butterscotch. Now, did they pick that name for you, or did you pick it? I did not pick that name. That was the name that came on the sides, and I was like, "Ooh, this is cool." Yeah, that's like the coolest name ever. Yeah. And the first thing <laughs> she did in the audition scene was jump down from a tree, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> I, didn't get to do, I didn't get to do that, but I was like, "Oh, I want to jump down from a tree." Your stunt doubles, yeah. That's a, again, Mia's got a stunt doubles as well on popularity papers. She uses them mm-hmm. to go to uh, Crafty for her, and she gets back and yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> you got so much talent. Such a wonderful, wonderful actress. You're very diverse. You're living the dream there in Ontario, a hotbed <laughs> right now for entertainment. As is BC, um, mm-hmm. but Canada. Everything is filmed in Canada now. It's great. So for you guys, you're lucky. Yes. I hope you get a chance, Kate, to film in the States at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Have, you, have you filmed in the States at all? I don't I don't think so. Okay. I may. Ooh. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'll have to check. Have nothing, to be, nothing beats <laughs> being, on a, being on a studio lot. And there are studio lots in Canada as well. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Just some amazing amazing studios here in Southern California uh, in Northern California as well. But Canada, definitely that's where it's at. Uh, people are going there to shoot because it's less expensive in California. Uh, yeah. Not always a great deal. A lot of laws and stuff. And uh, we can kind of curse some of that by going to Canada. Hey, I know let's shoot it in Canada. Okay. You know, so, <laughs> and a lot of podcasts in Canada as well. So, but uh, yeah. Hey, um, are you guys ready for trivia? I promise trivia. Do it. 
yeah. And we're bringing this back. And again, uh, there's no ambush on this. And the points mean absolutely nothing. Okay? Uh, tonight's topic is from Canada or not from Canada. So I've got a list of about 10 people here, singers, uh, producers, actors. Your task to say, hey, Canada or not from Canada. Okay, and again, 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 you guys can team up as a team or just kind of blaze your own trail. If you get the answer right, you're going to hear this. And if it's wrong, wait for it. Yeah, I know. Kind of oh. hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mia, Mia hates that. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys ready? Ready. All right, here we go. From Canada or not from Canada? Ryan Gosling. Oh, Canada. from Canada. You're both correct. Rachel McAdams. Canada, I think. I don't think so. No, wait. Wait, no. I'm yeah, nervous. Canada. Okay. I'll say no, just so we can see. Okay. okay. Uh, Kate? <laughs> wait, did you, you said no? So, and um, Mia. You're right. She's from Ontario. You guys all know Wes Anderson, right? The filmmaker? Yes. From Canada or not from Canada? Not from Canada. Yeah, not from Canada. We've had too many Canadas so far. Very yes. good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill from Star Wars. Canada or not from Canada? Ooh. I'm going to say from Canada. Kate? Not from Canada. Mia, you said from Canada, right? Yeah. Wrong. Oh. Kate gets it. He's from Oakland, California. There you go. Oh. Anna Paquin. From Canada or not from Canada? Canada. I'll agree. Said Canada. <laughs> no. Oh. New Zealand. New Zealand is the answer on Ooh. that one. Oh. Here's a hard one. And again, Ready. the points mean nothing, okay? Bill Murray. <laughs> Comedian Bill Murray. From Canada or not from Canada? Ooh. Not from Canada. Not from Canada. Good, good. That hey. sucks. He's okay. from Illinois. <laughs> Mike Myers. Canada. Canada? That's right. Okay. Okay, here's a hard one. Kristen Bell. From Canada or I'm not right. from Canada? US. Not from Canada. <laughs> What'd you say, Kate? The U.S. Not from Canada. You're right. Very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. From Canada or Ooh. not from Canada? Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna say not from Canada. Yeah. Not, I mean I You can blaze your own tail, Kate. Kate, whatever you want to do. So what do you think? Not from Canada. Not from Canada. Good, good. Uh singer songwriter Adam Levine from Maroon Adam Five. Levine. From Canada or Ooh. not from Canada? Not from Canada. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say not from Canada. Good, good. He's yeah. an LA guy, Santa Monica for sure. Martin Short, comedian Martin Short, from Canada, Canada or not from Canada? I liked Mia's confidence, so I'm just gonna say Canada. <laughs> you guys did really, really good here. So uh, the winner is uh, nobody because there are no winners on this, but you guys did really, really good on that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and that's all I have. That's all I have. Caleb Shoniker. Um, hmm. Huh. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna say. Oh, yeah. 
Hey, you guys did great. And again, uh, we'll bring that back again in the future. Another topic, maybe peanut butter or might be, uh, you know, uh, who invented socks or all kinds of stuff. But um, <laughs> That was so fun. Kate Moyer, actress from Ontario, Canada. Can they follow Woo! you on Instagram? Of course. You can find me at the real Kate Moyer. And what do you have coming up next? You've got a new movie coming out, Out of My Mind. Dude, I'm excited for that one to come out. Yay. And I hear I hear that you're not a nice person in this movie. Again. I'm, nope, I'm not. Don't, oh. don't root for me in this movie. If anybody's read the book and they know who Claire is, they know that she's not very nice. But that's okay, because I got to have lots of fun on set with everybody. Mia, do you <laughs> see a trend here on the role she plays? <laughs> <laughs> You, do you like I the do. main do you like the main characters or is it just the way it works out for you? I mean, it's a 50-50. Sometimes I like being mean. Sometimes it's just the way it happens, you know. <laughs> Mia never mean except for Callie. Uh, that was your yeah. Yeah, I think misunderstood yeah. even mean. But um, Disney Plus, and that's coming out pretty soon, right? I think the fall. I think. Oh, that's very, so exciting! Very good. And again, it's Disney. It'll be cool. Look for. Out of my mind, and it's a true, basically a true story, right? It's based on a book by the same title. Hmm. Kate Moyer, always a pleasure to bring a new artist on here. Then you're not new; you've been doing this for a while. Will you come back on again and join us? Of course, this yeah. was so much fun. Thank uh, you for having me. Because again, you've done so much, and I know there's projects in the works that you probably can't talk about, and it's always that's always the case. But again, out of my mind, coming soon. Look for that on Disney Plus. Check out Children of the Corn, and certainly Reacher. Um, and you know a lot of these shows are still on the air, which is great. And again, episodes of Holly Abbey still available, I believe, on Hulu. Right? So go ahead and check that out as well. Kate Moyer, Canadian actress, making the grade on TV and film. We thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, and Mia. Again, from our mobile studio in downtown Vancouver, <laughs> B.C., look for her as Lydia Goldblatt yes. on Popularity Papers. That's on YTV. It is, yes. And it still doesn't air in the States here. I don't know why. We get Son of a Critch, but we don't get Popularity Papers because the show looks <laughs> the, the clips I've seen are absolutely amazing. They're really, really good. Thank you. You guys are, <laughs> uh, you. are thick as thieves, you and Glee, on that show. So, again, we'll um, have to get that... Um, you know, playing here in the States. Maybe you can talk to I somebody. I know, hopefully you got pull, soon. You got pull with the show. You can talk to them or for sure. <laughs> and, uh, yes. Kate Moyer and Mia Bella, both from Canada. I thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. It was so nice to talk to you, Kate. It was nice to talk to you, too. And if you're ever, like, in Toronto or I'm in Vancouver, we need to hang out. Yes, I'll you hit go, you up for sure. You can go to Crumble. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or Tim Hortons for Timpets. Yeah. Very, very yeah. Nice. Hey guys, that's a wrap. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Follow us on X. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. <laughs>